Lamar Show on ESPN Central Texas. Switch ends. Baylor traveling left to right. Bohannon fakes the handoff. Stands in the pocket. Fires to the end zone. It is caught. Tyquan Thornton. Touchdown. Wow. 21-yard pass play. Gary Bohannon to Tyquan Thornton. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I look at the stats and I see the total yards and then I see the penalties and we're probably going to talk a little bit more about that but you know to to be on the wrong side of both of those things and then still come out with the win to me just speaks to how tight this team is. Here's the play for two, he dropped the ball, did his knee touch? He'll throw it into the end zone, it is intercepted by JT Woods! The Bears stop the two-point conversion attempt! It's 31-29, Baylor on top with 24 seconds to play. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. They're not going to take a timeout. That is the ball game. What a win for Dave Aranda and the Bears today over 14th-ranked Iowa State. Bears win it 31-29 over the Cyclones. Um, it was exciting. I think guys are just proud. Um, we're not we're not shocked. You know, we expect to come in this game and win. I feel like it was a big time game because we were in it. We respect them. They're disciplined. They're tough. We knew it was going to be a hard game, but we're not shocked. We know we've been ready for this moment. We've been preparing for this moment. I'm just proud that we came out and executed. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield from Baylor's big, big win over Iowa State on Saturday, 31-29 the final. You heard from Coach Dave Aranda in there. You heard from Treston Ebner in the open. And we'll hear the uh, Dave Aranda press conference coming up in the hour today. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris in our offices here at the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios making things work for us. And uh, Aaron, we talked about it all last week. We talked about it a bunch on Friday. How big a win it would be for Baylor in a real swing game against Iowa State. And uh, boy, the Bears came out and did it. Won it 31-29 over the Cyclones. Yeah, just a, just a huge victory for for the program. I mean, it, it lets you know where you're at because uh, it's, as, as Coach Aranda even alluded to uh, in the opening, you know, there were some things that they didn't do well. There were way too many penalties. They didn't move the ball in the second half, and yet they were still able to hold on and beat a very good Iowa State team. So uh, that says a lot about this team. Yeah, very much so, and and still plenty to work on. I think I think he couldn't get back, couldn't wait to get back to work for this week, knowing that they had all those penalties. I mean, seventy five more penalty yards than uh, than Iowa State did. Uh, Iowa State had a ton more offense, total offensive yards. The uh, the fourth quarter of the game, I'd have to look it up to be exact, but 
I think Iowa State outgained Baylor in the fourth quarter alone, 124 to minus three. Baylor had minus three yards total offense in the fourth quarter, but had enough thanks to special teams play like Treston Ebner, a 98-yard kickoff return for a touchdown, and then a big, big punt return for 41 yards that set up a field goal that provided what that, what turned out to be the game-winning points, got Baylor to 31. Uh, so Aaron, uh, special teams were a huge part, uh, a huge plus for Baylor on Saturday. Yeah, um, if you just read the stats and the penalties, you would probably think that Baylor lost the game. <laughs> but, you know, that's yeah, that, exactly. that, that, that goes to, you know, you give credit to the team that they still managed to beat Again, a, a ranked good Iowa State team despite all that. And uh, you talked about the special teams, and obviously Tristan Ebner is great. He's All-American, uh, and that was one of the key moments in the game. But the punting for Baylor was also key. Throughout the entire game, it was just outstanding. And, and, it, and it helped yeah, Baylor in the second half when the offense was struggling with field position. That's a great point, and those are uh, what Coach refers to as hidden yards because, you know, you flip the field on punts. Isaac Power on Saturday averaged 54.5 yards per punt. He wow. averaged 54.5, and, and he was booming it all day, and there was, there was, I'd have to look to make sure, but I think very little, if any, positive punt return yardage for Oklahoma or for Iowa State on Saturday. And he was just booming it all day. So that was a big plus in Baylor's favor as well. Um, and so special teams, you know, that's part of that. And, and again, and Isaac, and not Isaac, but Noah Rauschenberg kicked it out of the end zone every time. And you almost take that for granted now because he is such a weapon kicking off. You know, it's almost like, all right, the other team's going to start at the 25. You know, they, uh, they're not going to break one like Tristan Ebner did. So, again, special teams were really, really huge in this Baylor win Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even, I, I forgot all about kickoffs, but you're right. I mean, it just takes away it takes a, another play away from your 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 opponents to score as we saw when Iowa State didn't do it and Tristan Abner was able to return the uh, kickoff for a touchdown and able to return a punt uh deep into Iowa State territory that ended up with the uh with the decisive field goal in the game. It just uh, it yeah. won the game. It yeah, won the exactly. game for Baylor. All 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 facets of the special all facets of special teams, and uh, especially in the second half, basically, uh, was what made it able. What made what made Baylor able to hang on in the second half and win. Yeah, good point. So big big win for the Bears, thirty one twenty nine over uh, Iowa State on Saturday. Bears move into the top twenty five. They are number twenty one in the nation. Think about how big that jump is from not even receiving votes to number 21 in the nation, and that's what the Bears did with that win. Uh, you'll hear Coach Aranda, he's asked about what that means to him, and he says nothing. Doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> you know, he wants them to turn the page and now focus on a really good uh, also 4-0 and Oklahoma State team, which Baylor will play in Stillwater coming up on Saturday. So it, it is a, a talking point, you know, for fans, a source of pride. Uh, for everyone, but uh, the rankings really, at this point, really don't mean anything to Coach Aranda. Um, the other games on Saturday, uh, Kansas, uh, Kansas lost at Duke 52-33. TCU playing out of conference. They lost to SMU 
uh, 42-34 was that final score. Uh, West Virginia gave uh, Oklahoma everything they could have asked for. Uh, the uh, Sooners won the game on a last-second field goal, 16-13. to But I tell you, West Virginia was right there with Oklahoma all night. Aaron, did you get to watch, uh, did you keep up with that game any on Saturday evening? I did. I got to watch the uh, fourth quarter, and, man, I was really rooting for West Virginia. Uh, they just, just couldn't hold on. And, you know, that it goes to show you, you know, how – how those how those close games can swing and how it reinforced how how big and important Baylor's win over Iowa State was because West Virginia was so close to yeah. knocking off Oklahoma, yeah. but so close only means you're zero and one in conference, you know, and 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 kind of behind the eight ball starting off. Yeah. Uh, other couple of games from Saturday: Texas all over Texas Tech, seventy to thirty-five was the final. Uh, Longhorns put up 70 on the Red Raiders. And then a uh, really good game, Kansas State and Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State won that one 31-20 in Stillwater. That's Baylor's next opponent. We'll be in Stillwater this Saturday. Baylor and Oak State, now two uh, of the top 25 teams in the nation. Oklahoma State at number 19, Baylor at number 21. It's one of uh, four ranked versus ranked games in all of college football this Saturday. So really good matchup. You know that's a 6 p.m. kickoff in uh, Stillwater against Oklahoma State coming up on Saturday to be televised by ESPN2 and, of course, right here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, the following week, October the 9th, Baylor in West Virginia back at McLean Stadium. The game time has been set for that one. That'll be 11 a.m., 11 a.m. Central Time for Baylor in West Virginia. It'll be televised on FS1. That is uh, two weeks away. That is West Virginia on October 9th at McLean Stadium. And, and there is some interest, uh, real interest in that game time because the following week, October 16th, so looking three weeks away, uh, that is homecoming against BYU. And uh, if the homecoming game, Aaron, is at 11 a.m., that really squeezes things that morning with the parade and everything else. You know, your tailgating is, is really cut into, but the parade is the main thing. So hopeful that that is not an 11 a.m. game. And with Baylor at West Virginia on the 9th being set for 11 a.m., I think that uh, it, it tends to be good news if you try to read the tea leaves of when Baylor and BYU might be. Uh, you wouldn't think that uh, the Big 12 and the television partners would give Baylor two straight 11 a.m. games at home. So nothing, nothing set in stone yet. It could, could still happen. But uh, 11 a.m. for West Virginia uh, hopefully leads you to think it might not be 11 a.m. for BYU the next week. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah. <laughs> 11 a.m. I mean, exactly. it's, it's a long day for everybody involved, and I don't want to, I don't want to act like you know, for for me, it's anything close to what the staff and, <laughs> right. and the football players have to do. But you know, that's a it's a pretty early morning for for everybody involved in the broadcast as well. <laughs> That is exactly right, yeah. So uh, so we know for sure Baylor in West Virginia will be 11 a.m. on October 9th. All right, we're off and running on this Monday. We're glad you're with us. Let you listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference coming up in just a bit. Plenty more to come. Uh, we'll look back at the weekend uh, in the other Baylor sports after a break. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. You know they're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged.
This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies expected tonight. Low temperatures fall to around 70 degrees. It'll be partly sunny tomorrow with a 30% chance of scattered showers. Maybe an isolated storm, a high of 92. And on Wednesday, partly to mostly cloudy with a 60% chance of scattered showers. Maybe a thunderstorm and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Third and four at the Tampa 21. Only heard here. Back goes Prescott. Deep ball down the right side. He's got Cooper on the right side of the end zone. All season. Comes up with the ball and the touchdown. Holy cow. Monday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Eagles Monday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Waco. Need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world-famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just want a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com.
Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday afternoon. John Morris in the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. Aaron Sexton in the studio. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. Brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Also from the weekend, uh, Baylor football with a big win over Iowa State. Uh, also, Baylor volleyball opening Big 12 play. They sweep a couple of matches in Manhattan against Kansas State. Off to a great start there, 3-0-3-0 on Saturday and Sunday for Baylor volleyball. They are home hosting Texas Tech a couple of matches this week. That'll be Friday evening at 6 and Saturday evening at 6 for Ryan McGuire. And Baylor volleyball, number 10 in the nation last week. Uh, we'll see what the new poll, where the new poll has them. Uh, when that is released. And then how about Baylor soccer? Off to a tremendous start to Big 12 play. Last Thursday, they won at Oklahoma State 2-1 uh, over the Cowgirls and then uh, came back to Waco and went up to Fort Worth and played 8th-ranked TCU on Sunday. Aaron, they won that match 2-1 over TCU. Now, in the preseason poll for Big 12 soccer, uh, West Virginia was number one. Oklahoma State was two, TCU was three, Baylor was eight in the preseason poll, but they have opened conference play with two wins on the road over Oklahoma State and TCU. They come home to host Texas Tech this Thursday evening at seven. How about that start for uh, Paul Jobson in Baylor soccer? Yeah, it was a really great weekend for Baylor athletics all the way around. It was it was fun keeping it up was, with it all, yeah. all weekend. It was. Well, Jerry Hill has, has the stat that since uh, not since September 4th in a head-to-head -head battle, so this wouldn't include, you know, some tennis matches and uh, I'm not sure what else it wouldn't include, but in head-to-head -head games, matches, Baylor has not lost since September 4th when volleyball lost at Pittsburgh. So, and this is what, September 27th today. So that is uh, a September to remember for Baylor Athletics. It is going very, very well. And of course the calendar turns to October this week. So things going really well there. And that's soccer and volleyball from the weekend. It is, uh, it, it was great to see that and fun to see uh, soccer have two tremendous road victories over the weekend. All right, let's uh, let's do this. Uh, let's mention this. Uh, Cowboys play tonight against the Eagles. That'll be fun to see. Monday night football treatment for the Dallas Cowboys at home against Philadelphia. We'll have the broadcast this evening beginning at 6 p.m. right after game time here on ESPN Central Texas tonight. Take a break. When we come back, let you listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference from uh, earlier today. Uh, Coach Aranda following the Bears' 31-29 win over previously 14th ranked Iowa State and looking ahead to the Oklahoma State Cowboys now number 19 in the nation they are 4-0 just like Baylor the game comes up Saturday at 6 from Boone Pickens Stadium in Stillwater the Dave Aranda press conference when we come back right here on ESPN Central Texas the flagship station for Baylor Athletics recently on game time going now by Calvin Watkins from via Dallas Morning News. Calvin, first of all, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Uh, what a crazy ending to that football game. Your thoughts on the last 40 seconds of that football game? I thought they screwed it up. But then... <laughs> <laughs> Amen. 
my gosh, oh my gosh, we, we, we might not be talking right now. I'll be busy. Game time, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. The best prices on new or used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. A large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canet, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions, but not rush you through the shopping experience. Ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Baylor holds off Iowa State 31 29 and moves into the AP Top 25 at number 21 this week. Other Big 12 schools, OU dropped two spots to number six, and Oklahoma State enters the Top 25 at number 19. UMHB scores 27 unanswered points in the second half to come from behind and beat Harden Simmons 34 28 on Saturday. An NFL record was set yesterday as Baltimore's Justin Tucker bounced one off the crossbars and made a 66 yard field goal the longest in NFL history by two yards and won the game 19 to 17 over the Lions. Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid left Arrowhead Stadium and was transported to the hospital. Reid 63 was treated for dehydration. Monday Night Football Cowboys host the Eagles 7:15 kickoff and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. The guys, they're, they're a confident bunch. You know, I think there is um, there's a good, uh, healthy amount of ego there, and I think there's a good, um, good amount of love for their brother. You know, and so I think, you know, the thought with the team would be, you know, whatever is in front of us, we're going to try to knock it down. Today's JMO Radio Show from the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. 
Back with us, want to let you listen in now to the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. Each Monday on Game Weeks, Coach Aranda meets with the media. It's uh, it's at 11.30 a.m. If you want to ever want to tap into that live, it's on our website at BaylorBears.com. I think it streams on the Baylor Facebook or Baylor Athletics Facebook page also, but at BaylorBears.com. So I uh, want you to be able to listen to that. Now here is Coach Aranda following the win over Iowa State, looking ahead to Oklahoma State. It's good to see you guys. It's good to be back uh, here with you all. So just coming off of, uh, of Saturday, just you know, excited for the win, excited for our team and our coaches, you know, recognizing the work that they put in. Um, you know, I, I think of just the, our recruiting class and um, people that look at the program and want to put faith into it and belief into it. I think of them. I think of, uh, you know, our, our coaches and our support staff and their families and the time that they're putting in to us. Um, I think of them. I think of the senior group that we got and all the fights that they've been in and all the coaching staffs that they've been through. You know, I think of them and, uh, I think of um, kind of what this team has gone through since January in terms of trying to build a uh, a culture and a team, and so I'm happy for that. You know, in looking at it, a lot of the a lot of the tape is ugly to look at, and um, it's um, it's tough to kind of um, put both feet in the ground and own up to uh, certain parts of that tape, and so I think. Just um, having been in this space before, um, you'd rather take a win than a, than a loss in this circumstance, but m- a whole bunch of chance for us to get better, and we're aiming to do that. And what a great opponent this week, um, talented, on the rise. You know, I think um, Oklahoma State's got a great identity now, so excited for that matchup. Take any questions you guys got. Dave, I guess update on Terrell. So he um, got scoped this morning and I think you know the 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 hope is could be could possibly be back this week most likely back um, you know for West Virginia could be worse than that depending on what they find in the scope you know and so we're in a wait and see mode and so once once he um, is once they're out of it We'll have an idea of where it's where it's at. I also wanted to ask you about Matt Jones, just the way he's played, and maybe how you've seen him grow. Yeah, I think Matt has continued to um, uh, to be a team player. I think Matt has really played too many positions and um, out of a need for us, and um, has done it um, without complaint, and has done it uh, full throttle, which I appreciate and love about Matt. I think. You know, there is a, a football instinct in him and a, um, a desire to make plays in him that's way strong, and I appreciate. I think the maturity with Matt is that is still a process, and so I think, you know, playing, you know, green as we call it and free and all of it without committing penalties I think is, the, is a big step for him coming up. Um, but I think, you know, his ability to provide us with four-man pass rush his ability to um, 
make calls at the linebacker spot, get people lined up and go sideline to sideline and all of it and fill in for one of our better players is a whole other thing, and he's doing it all right now. And so, you know, defensively, we're in debt to him and look forward to this next week with him just settling down and really kind of trying to focus on one thing. Dave, is, is there a plan in place if you don't have Terrell? What, have y'all talked through some things of does Matt stay at will, that kind of thing? Yeah, Matt will be will be working inside, and I think there's still opportunity for him to be outside, but in a much more limited role. And so I think you know inside we we count on on Dylan taking a real Dylan Doyle taking a really strong leadership role. We would count on uh, Will Williams taking uh, more of a role there. And so you know we're asking for all of our guys to kind of step up in that in that stead if we don't have Terrell. Dave, you addressed it the other day after the game, but how big was winning that field position battle in that game? And, and do you guys do anything as coaches to kind of recognize that part of the game among the team? We do, yeah. We've got um, things that we talk about that are that we want to win throughout the game. And so that could be anywhere from winning a turnover battle to no missed assignments or foolish penalties to uh, – you know, create big plays or limit limit um, limit big plays to run the ball, stop the run, win third down, um, win goal line or red zone, and then win the kicking game is a big one. And so that was one that we made a big emphasis going into that week and uh, going into that game was that piece and just the thought of just our athletes. We felt good about the matchup. We felt good about the – the, the schematics and how the math was um, was adding up there, and so it's just a, a point of execution. And so, you know, I think it's over 100 yards hidden yardage, which when you look at, you know, when you look at um, our total yards, their total yards, the penalty yards, and then you add the hidden yardage, that's where we can we start to even up the numbers, and so huge part of the game. Dave Garmin Randolph recognized by the Big 12 today. Uh, what, what has he brought? What does he add to the defense? Well, I just go that last, for an example, I go to that very last play um, where, um, you know, the, it's a mishandled snap and Purdy comes out and so it's a, a bootleg. And um, I want to say Garmin's right there. And so, you know, if I was there, right, it would be a little bit different, um, you know, arm length than Garmin. And so having to throw over that, I think that forces an errant throw and there's more air under it. And then, you know, JT can do what he does. And so I think there's pieces of that all littered throughout that game of just his length setting edges, his length on pass rush, and then his length in windows and zone coverage. And so um, we'll continue to grow in that space and get more reps. And I think, you know, um, whether it, it is this next game or just anytime we're facing offense, it's going to put tight ends on the field, right? Um, you like having a guy that, that could play that position as well on the other side of it, uh, athletically and lengthwise. And, you know, Garmin's going to really be big for us moving forward. Dave, what, what do you see from Oklahoma State's defense? Looks like they play pretty well. They play fast. They have a lot of guys up the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, their defensive coordinator I've met with quite a bit and um, have a lot of respect for him. I think very um, 
I like the way he breaks things down and he thinks about stuff and is a deep thinker when it comes to football and all of it. And um, good dude. Um, and so, you know, he's one of the one of the guys in the profession I'm always rooting for. And um, so I respect him greatly. I think he um, he lets lets his guys loose. And so there'll be more pressure in this game than there was considerably in the last one. Uh, a lot more man coverage and a lot more zero coverage. And so in this last game we played, not a lot of press, not a lot of man. Um, it's almost reversed now, you know. And so I think there's there's a greater uh, potential for, you know, bad play or really good play, right? And so for us to kind of get that math on our terms is going to be a big part in the game, I think. You know, we talk about identity, like O-line and D-line leading the way. This is going to be a major factor. Our O-line slowing down their rush and um, their ability to disrupt. Do you believe you've got, you started the last two games with the same O-line? Uh, do you believe you've firmed up on your offensive line starters? I think so. I feel good about where they're at. I think Khalil Keith is still a guy that could potentially get into that spot. I think that right tackle spot is still being pursued. Um, you know, we had Gavin Byers do some positive things. I think he's still he's still learning and um, and growing. And I think Khalil, his you know his 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 race is a little bit different than Gavin. His his is more consistency and dependability. And so I think you know we'll see who can finish the race first. Mean anything to you guys as a team to be ranked in the top 25? No, no. I'm, I'm. You know, I, I can recognize that from an outside perspective. I think for us, it's, you know, it's a tell the truth Monday. It's, you know, we're so we're completely in the grind. You know, and so I think um, having staff meetings and then having academic meetings after that, and guys are asking questions on on um, how can we get this D to a C and how can we get this C to a B or an A and just to really be just enveloped in the details of just um, doing simple better and getting getting better at what we do is I think where we want it all to be. You guys are leading the Big 12 in fourth down conversions, eight of nine. That leads to uh, not as many punts as usual, but can you talk about the fact that Iowa State kind of underestimated the power of Isaac Power mm -hmm. and just what he brought to that game and all, all, all in all this season? Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a complete change of field position, but then it was a change of momentum. You know, been in games before where it's been a punt, it's been a um, um, maybe a kickoff cover uh, that have that when offense and defense is lacking, where you you protect, you punt, you cover, and all of a sudden momentum gets on your side. And so that was completely the um, completely what was happening on Saturday was that um, we needed a pick me up and you know who would think it would come off of a punt, but that's what it was. And so our sideline got some energy off of that and we were able to to infuse that to uh, you know the next unit taking the field. Dave, y'all had a really good first half offensively mm -hmm. in the last game. What, what do you have to do to maybe kind of get back to, to that level compared to the second half? I think we've got it. I think there is whether there were um, 
the ball security issues, I think those things hampered and led to other things. Um, and so I think, you know, we talk about quite a bit, it's a game of random events and setbacks. And, you know, what a great um, analogy and way to look at it, um, you know, football as, you know, applying it to life and just um, the resilience and the, the learner's mindset and everything. But I think it's one thing to see it up on a screen or to hear it. It's quite another to be in it, you know, and so I think there was a fair amount of that happening on Saturday with a couple guys on offense. And so I think, you know, their response, I think, was was good. I think we will be better for it. And so I think that's a major, that was a major piece of uh, the second half. Dave, going into a night game at Boone Pickens, do you acknowledge or prepare for what that atmosphere is going to be like? Anticipate it being loud. Um, anticipate the tight quarters. I think we've got practice with some noise. Um, when you watch their film, when they're at home and um, they jump the silent counts of people, you know, so there's folks that will hand clap and all that to snap the ball, and there's safeties rushing from 10 yards back, timing it up, and so, you know, there is a home field advantage there, and so we'll from the very start uh, start with that. Spencer Sanders coming off a, a great game on Saturday. What do you see from him? What do you guys need to do to be able to stop him? It's a growing confidence with him. You know, I, right away you can see his legs and his ability to create. Um, you know, he gets into red zone and critical must-have areas. And now all of a sudden a zone read or a, a running back run becomes a quarterback keep. And, um, and so they save the best for last in, t in terms of the closer they get. But then, you, you know, a lot of his receivers are getting back. And so, you know, um, they are a team where if they see, and you can go to our game last year as evidence of this, if they see a one-on-one -on -one outside, they're going to take it. Where there's, there's less and less teams in our league that are, more, that are inclined to do that. I think this league used to be um, full of teams like that. I think Oklahoma State's one of the remaining few that, that, that think that way and, and uh, take advantage of it. And so we're anticipating that. The pressure you guys put on Brock Purdy, were you pretty pleased with that? And do you feel like y'all can maybe build off that? I thought there was a good plan. And I thought um, that piece was executed well. I thought the finish we can improve on. And I think it's been consistent from week one till now of um, us getting, I think there's, there has been pressure. We haven't finished the pressure, you know, in terms of the quarterback getting out and uh, eluding. There's a few times where um, Brock did uh, some amazing things and then completed a pass and continued to drive and all of it. And so, you know, we have to drill that better and um, we have to be real with the stuff that's real and uh, acknowledge it, drill it, and get better with it. Um, I think. We work on the finish aspects of the pressure package that we've got that I think our pressure numbers will increase. Dave, as we look back at those offensive numbers in the second half, what do you feel like really contributed to the struggle? And do you feel like y'all were maybe a little too conservative with play calling there late in the game? No, I think the um, s some of what we mentioned before, I think some of the 
negative things that happened earlier in the game, I think, lingered throughout the game. And there were feelings of that on the sidelines, and we could address it and try to get better with it. Uh, and I think it was still a fight. I thought the, the later the game got, the more pressure that you're dealing with. And so I think guys were, were trying to make plays as opposed to um, um, you know, working on the execution, letting the plays come to them. I think you know, that's an area that I take responsibility for. Um, because it, you know you, you can talk about that, but when you're in it, it's something else entirely. And so now that uh, we've experienced that, we can improve from that. But uh, I'm very confident about the next time we're in a spot like that, we'll be much better. Dave, uh, Robert Griffin III is in the broadcast booth this week. What significance <coughs> might that have for you or this program? I th um, I'm a big fan of his. I think um, he's spoken to the team before. And, you know, outside of everything that he's done as a player, just a super person. I have to imagine everyone in here has um, knows him, has some form of relationship with him, and just quality heart. And um, when he spoke to the team just about being a better person and um, how important character is and, um, you know, being a good teammate, I think his words in that space are, is just so strong. And... Uh, it's stuff we still refer to now. And so I appreciate that. I think it's going to be, um, it'll be a cool day for Baylor for that, for that to happen. Dave, you said, uh, you said that to take that next step, they'll have to win. I think it was the turnover and the penalty. Mm -hmm. How do you take that step? Because I know you, you have officials out here and all mm -hmm. that, but how do, you, how do you clean that up, I guess? Yeah, so I think um, we're going to do some different things in terms of emphasizing ball security at the start of practice and then throughout practice. We'll have a lot more opportunities where guys have balls in their hands and guys will be making attempts at it, um, make a greater emphasis throughout the, our team periods of, um, of asking for that and really demanding that. And then I think, you know, penalty-wise, I think having really strong at the end of the day kind of a count of who did this and who did who did that and then having repercussions for that I think um, you know for us to um, to fight for that game and then almost give that game away is is um, is not acceptable and so our ability to to limit that and just be who we, who we can be in the most stressful competitive moments that's the challenge and um, Right now, what's standing in our way is penalties. Uh, Jalen Warren has been a workhorse for them in their running game. What, what do you see from him? Physical, uh, explosive. Say he's got a turbo pack on back there, man, when he gets the ball. And so he jumps off the screen. And so um, he has been the difference in their offense, really. And so, um, you know, I think um, a lot of wide zone, similar to us, a lot of shot plays. Um, they will get into formations where they make you choose whether you're going to defend the run or defend the pass. And then based upon your choice, you know, it's, it's an easy choice for them. And so um, it's a great challenge. I think their, their um, physicality combined with their skill on the perimeter, um, that's what I think of when I think of their offense. After an emotional, physical game last week, how hard is it to flush something like that out of your system, and, and do you feel like the guys have done that coming into this week? 
I think so. Yeah, I think, you know, um, it is it is about day by day. It is about um, trying to be intentional about getting the most out of the time that we've got. I think, you know, people value, um, you know, the, the value that you provide and not the time spent, you know. And so I think, like, knowing what you're doing it for, um, you know, what's your why, and being really intentional about I'm, I'm going to get this out of what I'm doing. I think that's the key, and that's, a, that's an everyday thing, man, right? And so it continues. David, it seemed like Al Walcott mm-hmm. made a, had a big presence in that game. Mm-hmm. Did you see that kind of coming, I guess? Yeah. You know, I, you know I'm, Al was one of the guys at the very end that I wish just made a better decision than what he did. Um, but I think, you know, I pull back and I look at just Al from when he got here to where he's at now and the steps that he's taken to um, really mature, to find his voice. Um, you know, meeting with our learning specialist, man, he, like, you know, he's communicating. He's letting them know how he feels. In the past, he would kind of hold back on all of it and put on a face. And, uh, you know, I think he's really getting comfortable and allowing people to see him. I think sometimes you put, you kind of uh, put stuff up so that um, you protect yourself, but you ain't can't be seen either. So it's it's cool to finally kind of meet Al, you know. Um, and so I, I'm happy for him. I think a lot of what we do is for stuff like that, and you know he's on the right path. I think um, he's making plays, and so we're going to continue to to see more from him. That is the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. I hope you enjoyed hearing from him. The Bears number 21 in the nation. They're 4-0 on the season. Headed to Stillwater to play Oklahoma State Saturday evening, 6 p.m. The broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas Television will be on ESPN2 coming up on Saturday evening. Take a break. Be back. Look ahead. Wrap things up. Give you some birthdays and uh, wrap it up in the 2 p.m. hour. All that coming up on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Now beginning at 7 p.m. Our next Baylor Coaches Show, not from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas, includes cross-country coach David Barnett and head football coach Dave Aranda. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays here on ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Not to be dramatic, but I'm obsessed with how much I just saved at Kohl's. I got 25% off Nike clothes for the kids, the cutest $39.99 flex hoodie for me, and got great Columbia gear for all our outdoor adventures. Did I mention the extra 20% off and the Kohl's cash I got? So yeah, not sure what I loved more, fall deals or fall weather. Select styles, 20% offer ends October 3rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Baylor holds off Iowa State 31 29 and moves into the AP Top 25 at number 21 this week. Other Big 12 schools, OU dropped two spots to number six, and Oklahoma State enters the top 25 at number 19. UMHB scores 27 unanswered points in the second half to come from behind and beat Harden Simmons 34 28 on Saturday. An NFL record was set yesterday as Baltimore's Justin Tucker bounced one off the crossbars and made a 66-yard field goal, the longest in NFL history by two yards, and won the game 19-17 over the Lions. Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid left Arrowhead Stadium and was transported to the hospital. Reid, 63, was treated for dehydration. Monday Night Football, Cowboys host the Eagles, 7-15 kickoff, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this uh, Monday afternoon. Beautiful day here in Central Texas. All right, Aaron, uh, you're really good at this. Uh, you want to name that tune? Who's that artist? What's the name of that song? That is These Eyes by The Guess Who. The Guess Who. Very good. And, and, Very and good. it's, it's you, funny, you that as, you grow, as I grow older, I don't know if you're the same, that even, even songs that I remember from, from high school or as a child, if I heard them as an adult in movies, that's what I associate them with, like Sweet Emotion. Yeah. Every time I hear it, I'm, I immediately think of Dazed and Confused now. Every time I hear that song, yeah. I think of yeah. Superbad because he had to <laughs> sing that song when they went to that party. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it's just weird how, how your mind associates. I don't know if everyone does that, but um, now I associate songs with, movies that I've seen as an adult, even if I had childhood memories of that song. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. Sometimes you, you hear a song and it just transports you to uh, a time and, and an age, I guess, when, uh, when it was popular or you connected with it. So I can understand that completely. Very good. 
Hey, I want to remind you, Matt Mosley is coming up next. That'll be three to four. I'm sure plenty of Cowboys talk with the Cowboys playing the Eagles tonight. Uh, Plus Matt's thoughts on the Baylor win over Iowa State on Saturday. He was here for the big Baylor win. So Matt Mosley coming up next, three to four. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. That'll be followed at four o'clock by Tom Barfield, Ward Weitz, and Aaron Sexton with game time. And uh, they've got you covered with everything going on in Baylor Athletics plus Cowboys pre reviews for tonight's Monday night game as well. So just keep it here the remainder of the afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Mentioned some birthdays. Uh, Can I start going back to yesterday? Because it was Walter Abercrombie's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to Walter. Uh, And also Emmett Flores. Emmett uh, works in our ticket office. Happy birthday to Emmett. That goes back to yesterday also. And, And in fact, let me go back to Saturday the 25th. It was Brooke Bednar's birthday. Brooke uh, works with us in Baylor Vision. And it was Amy Rhodes' birthday on Saturday. Amy, the uh, much better half of our athletic director, Mac Rhodes. So happy birthday to Amy going back to Saturday as well. Now today, uh, it's Corey Pinkett's birthday. Corey is in our uh, Student Athlete Success Center, does a great job there. Happy birthday to Corey. It is, let's see, Julie Covington's birthday. Happy birthday to uh, Julie, great Baylor lady and uh, great Baylor family. David George's birthday is today. David uh, worked uh, way back at KWTX TV. He is where, I'm not sure, Missouri now? Kansas, he's in Kansas somewhere because the uh, last time we played at uh, KU in basketball, he, he came down and said hello. So happy birthday to David George. Um, let's see, looking down the list, Keith Orcutt's birthday is today. Keith, uh, former offensive lineman here at Baylor. Drew Robertson, former Baylor pitcher. It's uh, Drew's birthday today. Uh, Kaylin Edwards used to work in alumni engagement. Happy birthday to her. And Jill Perry's birthday is today. Again, the much better half of Ben Perry. So happy birthday to Jill Perry today. So, Aaron, that's a good list. You got anybody to add to that list? Do have a, a couple of people. Sorry about the delay. Um Actress Gwyneth Paltrow turns 49, so okay. I'm right. actually uh, about two weeks older than her, which <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but um, <laughs> right. she looks younger than I do, so I guess <laughs> take it for what you will. And uh, singer Avril Lavigne turns 37, so okay. she is, uh, I, I don't know if you remember, she had a few hits in the uh, in the 90s right after Alternative was kind of waning, um, and uh, she would not make a lot of people's lists, but I I thought she was great, still do, actually, and uh, so she made mine. Very good. All right. Anybody else? Is that it? Yeah, no, that's it today. Just, uh, just right. uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Avril Lavigne. Happy birthday to those ladies. All right, very good. That's a good list. Appreciate that. And uh, if we missed you, I do apologize uh, purely by accident that we left you off of our our birthday list today. Uh, reminder again, we've got a Baylor Coaches Show this week, but it is not at Rudy's. Uh, my uh, Aunt Irene texted me over the weekend and said, who's on the next Coaches Show? So I let her know it'll be uh, David Barnett, who's Baylor's new cross-country coach and assistant track and field coach, and then Coach Dave Aranda. They'll be on the Coaches Show this week, but it will not be at Rudy's. It'll be uh, uh, radio only here on ESPN Central Texas. 
So we'll have that uh, 7 to 8 p.m. on Wednesday, but not from Rudy's. Look ahead a week to October 6th. So the Baylor Coaches Show October 6th, back at Rudy's. Coach Nikki Collin will be there, Baylor women's basketball uh, new head coach. And, uh, and Dave Aranda will be there. So you want to be there for that and be there early for that one. The following week, October 13th, Scott Drew and Dave Aranda will be there. So that'll be a lot of fun uh, heading into those two. But that comes up on Wednesday and uh, plenty to do between now and then. Looking forward to Baylor and Oklahoma State. Comes up on Saturday evening, 6 p.m. kickoff from Boone Pickens Stadium in Stillwater. Aaron, appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'll see you in studio tomorrow. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.